0: Welcome to the Popcorn Talk Network. For the online broadcast network that features movie discussion, news, and interviews, press 1. Popcorn Talk. We talk movies. From the Popcorn Talk Network, the online broadcast network for movie talk, we bring you on an expedition through the depths of the movie industry to discuss the amazing... Terrible and amazingly terrible movies based on video games. Our hosts entire lives are dedicated to a single goal. Probably. Answering the age-old question. Do games make good movies? Hold it. <laughs> Welcome to Video Game Movie Anatomy. Uh, we're doing a really, really fun one today. Uh, thank you for joining us. I am one of your hosts, the Internet Soapbox, Mark Donica. Joining me, as always, as the wonderful Miss Stacy Shuttleworth. Stacy. Hi,
1: guys. Uh,
0: today's, today's movie, hopefully you can recognize the music. Hopefully, you weren't just blind and, well, if you are blind, (laughs) I sincerely apologize. But, uh, if you saw all of our graphics, all of the title, we are covering Ace Attorney, otherwise known as Gyakuten Saiban in Japan. Uh, this film and here i'm back 2016 this film in it right off the bat uh this movie go. uh let's let's just do the breakdown right now rookie defense attorney phoenix wright is thrust into the limelight after the murder of his mentor mia fey the accused murderer is mia's younger sister Maya fey who comes from a family line of spirit mediums wright faces off against a childhood friend and rival prosecutor miles edworth miles edgeworth on the case. And that's just the tip of the iceberg. It
1: barely covers what
0: this movie is about. I mean, to, for people who are watching it who are watching this for the first time, stop, go find the movie, watch the movie. Uh cuz here on Video Game Movie Anatomy, we dissect the film adaptations of your favorite interactive media. And with something as story heavy as the Ace Attorney series, you it's you essentially you just don't screw up Just don't screw up. It's that simple. Uh, (laughs) Stacy, what is your history with the Ace Attorney series?
1: You know, I actually have very little play history with the series. Mm -hmm. Um, I have seen it all over the internet for years, though. Um, I'm very familiar with the reaction images with most of the characters just because of how they've been presented online. Mm -hmm. Uh, But before going into this movie, I kind of did my research on the first game to kind of make sure to pick apart the similarities. But other than that, it wasn't really something I grew up on, aside from kind of the external influences.
0: Yeah, and, and that's for me, too. I tried it once uh, when it first came out for the Game Boy Advance, and it just went right over my head. It wasn't the type of game that I was into at the time. Mm-hmm. Um, but after re-watching or after watching the movie for the first time, I got to go back and play some of these. It, it wow. Wow. I watched um, a lot
1: of playtime. They're really fun. <laughs> yeah.
0: So, uh, with Video game movie anatomy, we like to give a speed run, which is sort of like a box quote, something that you see on the back of the box when you're at the video game store, like a blockbuster, because those are still What's around. That? What? Um, physical media. Uh, so you see a, a quote on the back of the box, and uh, that's essentially what we call our speed run. Stacey, do you have yours?
1: I do have mine. All right. So my speed run would be Ace Attorney brings viewers into the courtroom with fast paced and sometimes ludicrous action, managing to both introduce newcomers to the eclectic cast, including breakout attorney Phoenix Wright, and simultaneously capture the essence of the video game franchise that players wanted to experience in live action format.
0: Boom. <laughs> straight up to the point. A little bit more of the box, but that's that's a solid solid speed run. Very, very good way. Um, mine, I'm, I'm going straight to the point. Right. phoenix right if made in america would have failed the fact that it gets to stay in its home country of japan makes it one of the greatest video game adaptations to film ever made because Ameri- yeah if, if america tried making this movie which i still hope they do because there's a lot of of legal shows that that people are really and into very these days mm-hmm. if we are also
1: very different the,
0: oh totally totally <laughs> so that's One of the key moments of the Ace Attorney franchise is the humor, Mm -hmm. and I'm really happy that this movie didn't shy away from that. They couldn't. Capcom was directly involved, so uh, with, with that... Along, Like, it made the drama that much more intense. It made you want to follow these characters that much more. Uh, so, with that, speaking of, of the video game element, we're going to go into what we call our controller toss moment. The controller toss moment is when you're watching the movie or you're playing your favorite game and you silently have the, you've got to be kidding me! And you throw your controller across the room. We have done this as a positive spin as well as a negative spin. But... Uh, what is your controller toss moment okay. for Ace Attorney? So I
1: think my my actual controller toss moment mm-hmm. happened pretty early on. Um, I had a really t- hard time with the first like half hour of the film. Really? Getting into it. I did. So um, when the ghost of Mia shows up in the courtroom, the- just like <laughs> – there and it's so so dramatic and ridiculous. I was so thrown by it. I was like, mm. wait, what? What kind of movie am I watching? Like the intro had me weirded a, weirded out a little bit, and confused because I didn't mm-hmm. understand what was going on. And then when the ghosts started showing up, and I'm like, oh, okay, hold on. I had to recalibrate for a little bit before I could get so back into it. The
0: so the thing about Maya is there's there's a system that she uses for like uh, uh, dead witnesses or or things here or there key witnesses that may have died, etc. Right. And channels through them. But in the games, everybody can see them, as opposed to this, where it's just it like just a him, vision for right, which
1: is why it threw me so much. Yeah. Like, okay, hold on. He, it just looks like he's kind of losing it in the courtroom here.
0: Yeah. But they gave him the time for that. They did, and and apparently, constantly the the witnesses could talk freely to their to the the defendant and the prosecutors whenever in that. they
1: wanted to. It it worked like a real courtroom. It really, one hundred percent, absolutely. I believe
0: it. Well, I mean, the that's I think the fun about. The, the, I'm happy that they maintained the the three day trial period that mm-hmm. kind of kept the suspense up in the game right. uh and they translated it to film in such a very easy way there's just so many cases you just you got you, three days that's all we got that's all we have time just for good let's done. let's zoom yeah. through it mm-hmm. um so for me, my controller toss moment was was uh a positive one okay. but it was it was, a, a, it was like a, you've got to be this is awesome when they first reveal the projection system and we have an we have an that image of it going up that so cool the the that made it for a second you're like okay this is how they translate it from the game right but they made it made nobody was just like what, what like only phoenix phoenix yeah. was a a classic uh, movie protagonist in the fact that we were being introduced to this type of world through mm-hmm. his eyes so it made it that much more easier to get into right and this the projection system where they could throw evidence at each other was it just was like the game it felt yeah. like the game and the, the camera angles anytime somebody would would point their finger oh god I can't wait to they, talk about the cast Yeah. but what was your positive controller toss moment
1: um <laughs> When they called Polly, the bird, to the stand, <laughs> there was a bird on a stand taking the stand. It was beautiful. And I feel like that would be the moment when most reasonable people, at least in America, would mm-hmm. have quit and been like, oh, no, that's that's ridiculous. I'm out of here. And for me, that was like, yeah, no, I'm sitting down, buckling up. This is my movie. Once Polly
0: started talking and Phoenix talked about another witness to the stand, I was like, I know that bird's going to go up there. So I wasn't surprised yeah. by it. But the,
1: oh yeah, no, I saw the it name coming, card. But it was still so good. The name
0: card, like every other witness, got was what got me. <laughs> just like Polly. it was
1: perfect.
0: Really good. Really it well was done.
1: Played super well.
0: Goodness me! Uh, that uh, this this <laughs> is such a fun movie, and we're gonna start by breaking down the similarities to the characters. Our starring role, Mister Phoenix Wright, played by Hiroki not Mia. and just look at that. That. I mean one would, one could argue that you get the hair right you get everything right but in his interpretation and his performance you get that sort of bumbling no well, bumbling at least at first
1: overwhelmed. overwhelmed overwhelmed that's a very good way to put kind it kind of yeah what am i doing That was kind of... I feel like that would be me in a courtroom, Mm -hmm. except way worse, so...
0: That makes him that much more relatable.
1: I absolutely identified.
0: (laughs) And just a phenomenal job with... Even the button on his lapel that he at after winning the case he he rubs on a little bit uh and even just the mannerisms the poses i'm sure there was a capcom person on set to be like all right raise your shoulders just a little bit so that you can get the right thing and yeah. and uh ah, we got to get we one more <laughs> in, in between there uh our next person maya fe played by mirei kiritani uh the so the one thing that i have with this casting is um, Maya is is portrayed as a lot younger in the games, right? So she's she's got a lot. It's a lot more innocent as opposed to in the movie where it just kind of comes off as ditzy because yeah. that's that's not a seventeen it's year old kind girl. Of this
1: peppy innocence,
0: yeah, that, and and that that's they play off of, and that doesn't quite come across. But mm-hmm. she serves her purpose in the film very well, yeah. and she she with what she was given, she did a fine job. Oh, uh, great. And all of the awards for person most like their character. Oh, man. Takumi Saito Nailed as Miles it. Edgeworth. Oh my like even just like the the way that A-T. he's holding his arms, it, even the, the the little curve that he has in his finger yeah. when Miles points objection and hold it. Amazing. It was
1: beautiful. This it was what, a T. one of the
0: most accurate video game character portrayals in a movie and I I flip and loved <laughs> it and and now I want like they did with the game, I want the Miles Edgeworth movie. With with this guy Excellent. as the star, yeah,
1: his own, that uh, would be fantastic, amazing.
0: We didn't get enough of this guy in the film. Uh, bigger, much bigger character in the games, Dick also Gumshoe, pretty
1: different Little... and very
0: different. Yeah, Shunsuke Daito played uh, mm-hmm. as we call him in the states, Dick Gumshoe, uh, a lot younger than mm-hmm. than I would presume. The like, I mean, even just looking at the faces, right. he's he, Dick Gumshoe is a well-lived, down on his look Cop who's just like mm-hmm. I just want something to go right. Whereas, I, I mean, I like the portrayal. It was just like yeah, I'm a cop. he Was
1: still a good character mm-hmm. in his own right, but he was very different.
0: Mm-hmm. But still, a great performance. And and I would uh, all of the, this <laughs> whole cast makes me want to see so much more from this world. Um, Larry Butts, our next, our next. Uh, uh, so, nope, whoops, nope. nope, that was my bad. Um, let's go, let's go with this one then. Rio Ishibashi played by, Ma- or, or plays Manfred von Karma. Wow. What a jerk. Like, front, like yeah. much like the character design from the games, you look at this guy and you go, he's got something up his sleeve. There's something. That, <laughs> that is
1: not a nice man. No, that, that I is... mean, eyebrows,
0: dead giveaway. Ooh, and yeah. who, who? I mean, no offense to Miles, he kind of probably gets it from him a bit, but who really has the ruffle these days? Yeah. Who has that cravat?
1: But he's got the cravat and he's got the pin. It's just, it's all too much.
0: It's, it, but a wonderful p- portrayal to see him descend into the the criminal that he's right. been the whole time L- like and seeing the tells th- while yeah. the testimony is is going on and going forth while Phoenix is slowly unraveling it in his brain was like great that's the game like you see that yeah. in the game where they slowly start to come apart like he adjusting his hair that uh, had a lot yeah, of fun with this Yeah once he started character. going
1: with that that
0: was our judge Akira Imoto now in in the game the judge is a lot more lively, <laughs> to yes, say the least. He's
1: very spirited mm-hmm. in the game, and
0: for and in the movie serves a great purpose. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of energy in that courtroom to counter it, to slow it down. With right. this judge was a was a wonderful decision, and mm-hmm. and I think it worked for the movie. For the game, it's all just sort of comedy in your face, right? Uh, and I don't I don't blame him for the decisions that he made, and it. It made your reverence for the law that much more important, yeah, I liked it, it I liked it a lot level. do we have it the other slide? Well. Did I forget to send you that other slide? No, three up one nope, orange, hi, there we go. This mother flipping character, <laughs> Mr. Larry Butts, played oh, yeah. by Akiyoshi nakao, uh awesome, Brut like
1: fantastic you
0: like you go you want that extra mile for the silliness and for the oh, fun. Yeah and you like i think my favorite thing about the film as well as the games is you see these characters that are like oh they whatever that mm-hmm. that doesn't mean anything and then uh, as and, you go through the days you start to see oh this is very important and him right like
1: he kind of had those he he had those weird moments. moments
0: without him the entire case would have been thrown out yep i i love it this uh the the dedication that the creators had to making sure that the you know the you look at this character and you go oh that's Manfred oh that's Larry oh mm-hmm. that's Miles I mean you you know you would clearly know because the the designs were the exact same like on 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 Von Karma all of the designs were the exact same mm-hmm. as they were they in the it. game Just absolutely brilliant out. absolutely wonderful so let's talk about the uh, the the movie itself the plot and it it presented itself in phases that I think just it it was kind of presented like a TV show where it would it was like all right this part is over and now moving on right you start in small claims court essentially with Phoenix barely <laughs> making it thanks to Mia and then Mia gets murdered and you go to the first case and, which is done in a day
1: yeah it kind of builds from there
0: and then you go to the three ca- the then like ugh, the build of <laughs> One day, and it could be that easy and done, and mm-hmm. then you go, "Will this go to day two? Will this go to day three it 's day three. What do we do all right we 're going to break we yeah. 're going to have a quick break and then we 'll be back and then extra but it, <laughs> th- they kept me they pulled me along really well with uh the timing of all of the cases
1: One, yeah, once I got into it after that like half hour mark, I thought the pacing was great mm-hmm. it it kept you right there waiting to find out what was going on next.
0: I, this like court cases, you, you can use or movies and, or TV shows involving court cases like this. There are a lot of times when you can see like, uh, okay, that's Mm -hmm. probably it. And the, the way that Manfred von Karma was presented in the movie again, a little bit too perfect uh, like but still right. that kind of menacing he had the moment of let's do this for justice whatever sort of a handshake mm-hmm. but man i it it guides you to those revelations with phoenix yes. and that's a fun movie that's a fun plot what were, what were some of your favorite moments from the movie
1: from the movie, yeah, yeah. Um, just in total. Well, mm-hmm. aside from the bird being on the stand, which was <laughs> just phenomenal. And then you already mentioned the whole, the first time the system, the projection screen, screen system dropped. Yes. Um, but, oh God, At, towards the end of the movie when things are looking bleak and then uh, the judge is about to put down his gavel and proclaim it over and then all of a sudden there's just a furry hand there. And you're like, wait. Excuse me. What? And it's that mascot that's just been kind of in the like, background the no, whole time.
0: Justice. I think the weirdest beautiful. part about that is when they cut back and the suit just oh, kind of and falls. It was empty. And it's like,
1: what What was that? I was like, wait, 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 wait. Was that empty? We have to go back and check. It's
0: the spirit of it, justice.
1: Right? It It was great.
0: My,
1: hmm. <laughs> it was It was absolutely beautiful.
0: And, and the conviction that this legal. You 100% believe that. This legal system is all anybody really believes in these days, because when the search for the boat rental uh, keeper went out, the entire police force,
1: oh, and Matt just, just everyone marching down the street. The whole
0: squad, gumshoe and crew, mm-hmm. just, just going, we need to find this guy now, Like because this court, this is our court system. This is now. This is us. Right. And, and it made it seem that much more important, even though it was just a dude and his bird. Mm -hmm. So, one of the the biggest revelations in the movie, the the overarching plot is this case, the the, uh, brain. Uh, It was the DL9, DL6?
1: DL, yes.
0: Brain. Um, (laughs) There's a case that Mia is looking into from 15 years ago that uh, she thinks is about to get busted wide open. Classic trope. Um, So, we get little hints here and there that the smaller crimes in... The in the movie are related to this one back in the day. We get a lot of backstory from uh Miles and Phoenix and Larry as children, and they look exactly the same. I love
1: the kids with the hair, <sighs> the same hair,
0: and the sort of same kempt look.
1: Yes,
0: like while well, Phoenix wasn't necessarily. In a suit, he still kind of looked like a schlub, like he does mm-hmm. in Grown. Miles was very well dressed, and Larry like, was just a soon. wild kid. Yep. Uh, and and it was fun getting those those uh, those past moments, those mm-hmm. flashbacks. I ugh, I i <laughs> I really wish that this movie gets an official release uh, in America because it it's one of the this is one of those stories that. Isn't overtly Japanese? There are some things that we could definitely take and make American, mm-hmm. uh, but I don't think that the the point of entry is so Japanese that it keeps Americans out.
1: Yeah, it's not completely unrelatable mm-hmm. to a different audience, so it could pretty easily be made fully friendly for people who might not be into. I mean, the only
0: Japanese thing really approach. would be like the spirit medium, like right. that's not necessarily a thing. That too would be much a hard
1: it? sell. No, that would be a pretty hard sell I without mean, going overtly paranormal. How many Oscars
0: did Ghost win? Come on. Mm. I mean, we could figure something out. Probably. There would be a way
1: to tie it in. It would just have to be done a little more differently, probably explained a little bit more.
0: Yeah, they could can make it work. It's not
1: something that you just watch and understand right off the bat. I think I was a pretty good example of that. That first scene threw me for a while until I was like, "Oh, okay. Spirit mediums, that's what we're seeing." Yeah,
0: when they when they showed the two little girls and Mm-hmm. bless bless the Japanese with their... Well, they have to know that it's this character. I knew that that was Maya from looking right at her but yeah. as the littler girl. So it was like, okay, yeah, I I see what you're doing here. And that made me go, oh, well, well what's going on? What's going on? Why are we seeing this? Yanni Yogi, all right, um, sure. Remember that. I, You better remember that.
1: Right.
0: So the... The silliness of Phoenix, of the character of Phoenix Wright, do you think that it was a little bit too over the top or or was just enough to be, just enough schlubby to be like, oh, poor guy, he can't even find his own evidence.
1: Yeah, I, I enjoyed it. I thought it was pretty good. And I thought it was fairly, it, I don't think it was over the top without being ridiculous mm-hmm. to the point where you're like, that's just, it's never going to happen like that. Like, it's not plausible. Like, so it was
0: it, it, the suspension of disbelief in this isn't, I don't think it's very high because no. there's, it's still, it's still murder <laughs> and people are still on their cell phones. It's still law mm. while it is, equivalent to like modern day sports where you have to buy tickets to, to see this event.
1: Right. It's yeah. The courtroom tickets.
0: Yeah. And, and pushing evidence in each other's mm-hmm. faces. It's still, it's still the law. It's still very, it's still very relatable despite not being too futuristic. It looks modern. So people go, Oh, it's just a thing. What's with all these televisions? Yeah. it Absolute, absolute madness. um, But fun, ultimately fun. This movie is so fun. And whether uh whether you actually whether you're a fan of the series or not because this is coming from two fairweather fans that that may, haven't even completed a complete a, a a full game. This this film is is a lot of fun for the whole family and I'm not just saying that cuz I like making box quotes.
1: Um I I do have another box quote about uh that. Do <laughs> you? Please. No, please. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Actually, before I toned down my speedrun a little, it was, um, there was a part, that was, the outrageous overreaction of character in court manages to be over the top yet funny, whereas the investigative scenes and overall tone and style of the film belays a much more somber tone. While the ridiculousness of the courtroom scenes plays true for fans of the games, outsiders might come out of the film with a truly astounding case of whiplash.
0: Oh, especially with some of the, the super comedy lines where everybody just... Just everyone falls. Everybody gets hit with how stupid that was <laughs> it just was so great. I'm not that fluttery. <laughs> Miles. Um But and those, those are some of the so parts, it parts is that are
1: Christmas.
0: It, We'll get to that. Okay. Um, some some of the moments are are overtly Japanese, and I could even say you could get away with that in like a British version yes. of the movie. But if mm-hmm. we're going straight up American, people go, "Why did they fall over?
1: What just happened? Why there? did they
0: fall over? That's I not don't get funny.
1: It. That's ridiculous. Yeah, <laughs> you can see that. Yeah.
0: yeah. Uh, so for, for those of you who don't know this movie or this game, um, what uh, watch it, watch it. Watch it. Um, uh, uh, Alexis, no, sorry, no. Our Alexis, our engineer, uh, go ahead and come on over the uh, come on over the 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 loudspeaker. Yes, um, you were, you were writing us a note about who a potential director for an Amer- for a British version of this movie. Yes, I think even though I know that sometimes he's just
1: a fan of the silliness, I feel like Edgar Wright is really good at doing that. When yeah, it comes he, to he movies can pull like it this where it's extremely epic, but it's extremely silly at the same time.
0: Dude, so, totally. I would love that. Yeah, he he gets the the he could split it right down the middle with the seriousness and the comedy to make it a very real mm-hmm. emotional experience. I yeah. like that a lot.
1: He walks yeah. that line well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's why every, when I was watching this movie, I was like, are you sure Edgar Wright didn't do this film?
0: Just make sure. <laughs> uh, speaking <Definitely. laughs> of directors, let's talk about the director of this movie, Takashi Miike. Um Miike is a very controversial director. He likes to push the boundaries when it comes to censorship, uh, sex, and violence. Um much of his work depicts the activities of criminals like the Yakuza, or concern themselves with uh, the non-Japanese living in Japan. Uh, he, he some of, he he lists Starship Troopers as one of his favorite movies, and I think that shows a lot in this because Starship Troopers, mm-hmm. while being a cheesy like B sci-fi movie, is a is a very well made and entertaining and real movie. Despite hey, we've got to shoot all these bugs and. Mm-hmm. He, he lists Akira Kurosawa, Hideo Gosha, David Lynch, David Cronenberg, and Paul Verhoeven as some of his favorite directors and, and some of his inspirations. And it comes through. I think so. And, and see we need more minds like him in American cinema because sometimes movies are just too dang serious. Like, star, yeah. for, for example, Star Wars, because everything's about Star Wars, True. had just enough comedy in it. To to kind of go, Haha, but something really bad is happening right now. Yeah, so it it gets or something bad is about to happen.
1: But they were allowed to have moments of mm-hmm. humor, um, and moments of lightness, and it
0: and those come across here. Oh yeah, and. And they start off as funny, and then you see how desperate the characters really are, especially mm-hmm. Phoenix. Geez. Oh yeah. Um. So this movie was made by the Nippon Television Network, the Toho Company, and the Capcom Company. It's grossed uh, six million domestic. It had a, a really low budget because I it was made on a TV budget, uh, and the lighting sort of dictates that. But it's yeah. it's still it still looks like a gritty courtroom scene, and then once you get out of it, is the bright. Happy! All the colorful characters. It's right. it's good. It's a good establishment. This came out in uh, February eleventh, twenty twelve. Still no word on an American release, though it had been rumored heavily by Capcom. Um, the 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 rights the, the Phoenix Wright series has changed a lot. When it comes to games uh, over the past couple of years, so I uh, hope to see this back in some way, shape, or form as a reboot. Like if they release an entire collection of all of the the GBA DS games with this mm-hmm. movie packaged in with an American release, I'd be it, that's good. good. Release it on yeah. DS. Make make give that as a as a reason for people to buy a DS again. Why not? Make it real um, we're gonna we're gonna keep talking about plot and stuff, so don't think that we just skipped over that. I just want to get to some of our some of our fun segments because we usually run out of time with our casting segments, and and that's where we're just gonna we're just gonna go crazy. So there were several there there were a lot of American reviews for the movie that I found. Um, one of them, uh, let's start with the negative. Why not? Uh, from Variety, Jay Weisberg said Mike himself is seems barely able to muster much enthusiasm for the assignment, which is criminally long and generally lacking. In his playful visual hyperbole. Now, I don't know enough of Mike's uh, films to talk about the visual hyperbole, mm-hmm. but there is a lot of visual gags in this movie. Yeah. And the first half hour, while a little bit slow to start, I don't think that's a crutch. Two hours no. and fifteen minutes for an adaptation of like a six hour, it eight was, hour game. It
1: was an ambitious, yeah.
0: Not bad. What do you what do you think about this review?
1: Um, I mean I think he had a lot of visual hyperbole mm-hmm. and I think a lot of it came through. And I actually looked him up immediately after watching the movie because I, see, there were a lot of moments actually where I looked at I was like he's he's got to have directed a lot of horror.
0: Yeah? Oh that yeah, cuz the my, reveal I, shot.
1: Okay. The birdcage. That with, was
0: freaky on I Maya's head. I
1: have nightmares for weeks. That was terrifying. That was
0: color corrected, like it was straight out of the ring. I wanted or... them to
1: stop right then. <laughs> <It's> like... <laughs> I was done, and that stayed on screen for a long time. It,
0: it was just like, and it was saying "I love you." Like, oh yeah. Oh god. That was
1: not so.
0: But it was striking. It, it was like...
1: super striking. It was a very strong visual image, and there were those were throughout the entire movie. Mm-hmm. That one's the most memorable. But...
0: <laughs> Even like. As, I mean, clearly the CGI of Myle, young Miles throwing the gun and mm-hmm. it clicking off and hitting his dad, like, even though that was like, this is really CGI, it was still just like, he's been carrying around the guilt right. of shooting, his, accidentally shooting his father mm-hmm. for years. Awful. Just awful. And and even the, the, the couple of quick cuts for while, excuse me, while Von Karma was... Just oh, letting it all go. That
1: was amazing, and it was just kind of cutting in and out.
0: I was like, "Was that my
1: that was, connection?" That was another another instance where I was like, "Well, he has to do horror." The way it was cut mm-hmm. was just so. There's a word. It was. It was it made you feel really distraught. Mm-hmm. It was disjointed. It was, it and was disturbing. It was ve- there. You go. Disturbing. It was yeah. very disturbing.
0: Like it felt. I mean, while it was a murderer's con- confession, it felt like a horror movie. Mur- like a serial killer's losing it. Just Just, totally losing it.
1: Unraveling all over the place. And
0: at that last minute, just give me my cane. I'm gonna walk out of here with my last bit of dignity. Mm. What a monster. Yeah, Yeah. there was a lot of... If, I mean, from looking at this uh, description of Miyake, it looks like he got a lot of his style. in the, going over the murder scene of Mia's murder with um, with White uh, was was spooky that
1: was. Um, and then
0: seeing him killed and utilizing the, the bird feathers, the Polly's bird feathers around right. as a, as a visual clue, as a hint. Mm-hmm. He left, I uh, like, I want to go back now, rewatch it so I can see what, you know what hints were there. Cause mm-hmm. there were, there were a couple here and there of like, Oh, it's totally Von Karma. Go thinking back like at the boathouse and
1: right. Well, as soon as he as soon as they started talking about how he had only taken one day off in 15 years I was like oh well he's got something to do with this That's I didn't suspect. immediately pin him as the the murderer the overall big bad but I was like well he's obviously involved
0: mm-hmm. he he so. did something mm-hmm. and when they were talking about perfection they showed the the flashback of Miles father um right. about the perfection with with uh with Yogi uh, mm-hmm. just Pure, unadulterated craziness to think that somebody for justice would—I mean, his explanation was, "You're safer. I'm keeping all of these creeps off the street." Then that's yeah. that demented thinking, man. Yeah, that's a good that's villain. When the
1: justice goes too far, mm.
0: Batman—that's a—that's <laughs> a good villain. He, yeah. awesome villain. Um, positive review. Richard Eisenbe- Eisenbeis of Kotaku. Gyakuten Saiban is by far the best video game adaptation I've ever seen, though given how low that bar is, I'll do you one better. Gyakuten Saiban is on its own a fun, engaging mystery comedy and a legitimately good movie. And I would agree with that. And we know about those, uh, those low, that low bar of video game movies, though we seem to have found a couple. We have. And I think this is... This
1: is some fun. <laughs> so the
0: thing about selecting the movies that we do each week, when we get a good one... It's really hard to go back down into the dregs because I'm like it hurts. It's like, do we I don't want I wanna do one that <laughs> I know I can at least have some fun with. We
1: can't always have joy.
0: Ugh, Sometimes
1: and, we have to suffer. And
0: that's video game movie anatomy. We do that for you. So <laughs> um to to kind to start wrapping up, because we're not totally done yet. We have a couple of fun games that we play, like uh, our favorite line. Uh, We each discuss favorite line or lines from the movie that totally stood out to us. Um, Since we had already alluded to it earlier, I'm just going to go with mine first. Go ahead. Uh, One of the first instances of Phoenix really trying to buy himself some time. Uh, They're looking at the photos. It's just kind of on the hinge of... We could have done this as our Christmas movie. Uh, On the hinge of Christmas Eve, Christmas Day. When you say... It was a little after midnight on Christmas Eve. Would it be more exact to say that it was Christmas Day? <laughs> and everybody's just like, Done. what the, what the hell? <laughs> like, all
1: no, over. stop that.
0: It's perfect, and it I was. saw that all over Tumblr on it's Christmas beautiful. Day. Is uh, so good. What about you?
1: So, one of the first one. It's another right line, of course. It's when he's trying to figure out what happened to the second bullet, mm-hmm. and he kind of looks at everybody and he goes, "How does somebody took it sound?" <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> what? I was
1: like, oh gosh, who? who oh, gosh.
0: What? Who took what?
1: Phoenix. Phoenix, just just wait.
0: Hey, give it a shot. Just I, hey, I, try I
1: mean,
0: it. Just, I, mean, so, I also like I also like when he we... was just like really strict. And stop doing that, <laughs> <Yeah>. then, <laughs> stop trying to buy yourself more time. <laughs> god. Um, but
1: everyone kind of engaged him on that. What if somebody took it like they kind of kept going with it? Yeah, it's was like, like, oh god, what
0: do you what? I mean, yes, <laughs> but it, evidence,
1: yeah.
0: Uh, god, that there's a, there's a lot of good ones in here. Yeah. Uh, so another fun game that we like to play. Is we like to recast movies with different themes. For this one, since it was a Japanese movie, if they made this movie today in America, what actors would you want to see playing the different parts? So we do have, we, we got a lot of people for this one. Sometimes we like to do top three, but since it was such a big ensemble cast, uh, we're going with a lot. So let's start with our starring lad, Mr. Phoenix Wright. Who, in American cinema today, would you like to see play Mr. Phoenix Wright?
1: Alright, well... Since you've already said it, it all goes back to Star Wars. I put John Boyega. You put Boyega. I did. I think he's got that wide-eyed, like possibility to be really, really excitable, <laughs> but also really. And you see like, him breathe dumber. heavily and be nervous a lot. Yeah.
0: Um. Ah. I do like that a lot. I. I.
1: And imagine him with the hair. Mm-hmm. Just think about it for a minute. John Boyega <laughs> just, with just the Phoenix right. You're welcome. Oh
0: goodness gracious! <laughs> I like that a lot. I really do. Um. So I thought. Of, uh, of a couple of people for this one. I like one because he's young and the other because I think he fits really well. Um, in terms of youth and being fresh off the off the market for being an attorney, Ansel Elg- Elgort from the Fault in Our Stars and oh. Divergent. I like, I like him a lot and he's got <laughs> kind of that silliness to him but right. the like the guy who i would go uh, immediately like this this the image of him in this suit with that hair would sell everybody on this movie and that's joseph gordon levitt he would sell that movie 10,000%. that's
1: that's who you would need in order to sell this movie to an american audience you office. need a really is, really strong
0: yeah. kind of comedic kind of serious mm-hmm. guy um, let's go from there to, I think just because it's the next picture, uh, Maya, uh, who do you have?
1: Maya, I chose Aubrey Plaza.
0: Really? I did I, I mean, is it because of Avatar? Is it because she was one of the twins in Korra? <laughs> and I kind of a similar look? I not even think
1: about that, actually. Oh,
0: jeez. <laughs> um, so, Sticky, <laughs> I, I like that, but she, I mean, I don't see Anjanu. I don't see Anjanu in her. So that's okay. the one thing that, that I think we'd be missing. Mm-hmm. Um, st- speaking of The Fault in Our Stars, Shailene Woodley. I, I would, I could see her. Maya, okay. But going back to Star Wars, Miss Daisy Ridley. I, ugh, I think she would have a lot you know, of fun. I looked at my
1: list and I was like, I can't cast Star Wars for every role. Oh, I got
0: another one in here, too. I got another Star Wars in so, here, too.
1: But I did consider Daisy Ridley because I thought she would do a phenomenal job. I,
0: yeah, she's she's got like strong ingenue. So if they did it mm-hmm. more... Like in the in the games,
1: right.
0: I I think they she could hit that really fun because it would be a departure for her. Mm-hmm. Just, to,
1: just to add to the Star Wars stuff, I think Oscar Isaac could do well as a Phoenix.
0: Whole, no, no we're, we're not quite there yet. Oh, not who's no, you know what I mean. yeah. who's next on the list? Uh... Mr. Miles Edgeworth, yeah. who I put down. Mr. Oscar oh, Isaac. All right, because I I see him in that hair, like I'm... I. Totally. That would to be in. evil, Beautiful. though. Guys. Well, no, well, not Miles, evil, but you know what I mean. He's a prosecutor, but Miles isn't necessarily evil, and, right. and not not just in the game or in the movie, but in the game. Yeah. Um, who not
1: want him to be scowling the whole time? He has a great face. <sighs> then well,
0: that's it's, true. Then it's a gift when he smiles.
1: Yeah, oh, like okay, fine. it usually All right. is. All right, you win. All right, I'll go um, back
0: in my cape now. No, oh, no, no, no. Please keep keep butting in when you would like to. And I meant that nicely. I don't. What? I said butt because I looked at butts. Yeah, it's okay. Um, it's hard not to do. Um, I have another one for Edgeworth, but I want to hear yours first.
1: Okay, so Oscar Isaac's one. Nice. My other one is uh, Tom Felton.
0: Oh. I, I didn't he, think of him. He
1: can have that ridiculousness. Yes, he and can. I think he could rock that hair and that entire outfit.
0: You know who I want to see rock that outfit is Mr. Chris Hemsworth.
1: Yes, please. Oh my god. Yes. <laughs> That's beautiful.
0: Cuz we know he can do comedy, but he could also like Thor rides that line where he's ultimately serious, but he's got mm-hmm. a little bit more comedy in him, and I think he could have a hell of a time. And plus he has a little bit more of a physical presence to right. anybody that you put on the other side of that. But he could he could just wear looser clothes, but nobody would buy that. Um, no, not really. let's move on to our next picture. We have Mr. Dick Gumshoe. Uh I I originally had like four people yeah. but the first two I threw out for these other two. Okay. Who do you have for Mr. So this Gumshoe? one I
1: had a tough time with mostly because of the discrepancy between the game and then mm-hmm. the movie version. Um I played it kind of in between to yeah. to play off of it. Um I chose Matt McGorry.
0: What's Matt McGorry from?
1: He is in uh, Orange is the New Black. He's one of the officers yes, and I he's know also him. um How to Get Away with Murder.
0: Okay. I like that. I like that. That's good. Ooh. Carl, Urban? Carl Urban. Carl well, Urban. I mean, Carl Urban is. good. It'd be like Bones without the without the Midwestern accent. <laughs> yes. Um. Much. But speaking of Australians, Hugh Jackman. I Hugh like Jack middle of good. the road. Like mm-hmm. well, he, we haven't seen him really play like a putz.
1: Yeah. And like I, kind I think of exasperated aloof.
0: Yeah, of. but if you want to go a little bit younger, then you go with the new version of that, which is Chris Pratt.
1: Yeah, fair enough. No, no, no. he was <laughs> he was on one of my early drafts. And oh, from
0: I, and... sorry from the from the chat, Jonas Tiger suggests Alicia Vikander as Maya. Maya and yeah. uh, I like it for the look, mm-hmm. um, but I I haven't seen her in anything yet. I haven't <laughs> so I no, didn't see any. Yeah. Would Fillion be too far? No, a, Fillion, Fillion would be great. Would be good. Yeah. That'd be. I mean, you would already have. I think for for casting as I would love to go like super nerd. Mm-hmm. But you are if, since it's a video game property, you got to go with as many names as you can. You have to
1: have the big names.
0: And I th- actually I do think that they would spend all of their money on the main folk. And if it's as small of a part as it is this, I think they would you get filling for that. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. So I also considered Alan Tudyk for. Uh, for I, yes, I want it. Yeah, I like I that it.
0: too. Ah, oh, Tudyk, he's uh, he's, he's too good. <laughs> um, and then let's go to our next first, our next first, our next person, Mister <laughs> uh, Larry Butts. Um, I only got one person for this. So do
1: I. Who do you have? Ben Schwartz.
0: That, that's much that. better than mine. That's <laughs> I much, exactly I, said, Z- that. I said Zac Efron, oh. I said Zach Efron, but I like yours a lot better. Oh, oh, ben Schwartz is, is good,
1: the, the best. but Ben Schwartz, I kind of looked at perfect. him and I was like, all right, who could play? There's Schwartz. only one answer. Mm-hmm.
0: That's really cool that's it. I really like that's that because I can you can see it. He would wear a damn orange jacket. Yes. Oh God, that's fun.
1: With the ridiculous hair absolutely Oh,
0: that's so much fun. Okay. Good time. Uh, next, I believe we have von Karma. We're going with a seasoned actor, somebody who's really imposing can get away with the Liberace look. who do you have?
1: Donald Sutherland yeah I too had Donaldald's that I don't know, the know if I would go that
0: head. old, but I like it I,
1: yeah th- that was one of my little concerns, but I just he's kind of von karma to me,
0: <laughs> yeah fair enough um and i I put uh Pacino because he's done okay. legal and he's done that outfit before um nice. but then I went here's a guy who who is going to go gonna go crazy he has to be a little bit boisterous and he has to have that tint in his voice that makes you mm-hmm. go he might be a little bit crazy J.K. Simmons J.K. Simmons in that I think could just be super crazy
1: that would be a fun role
0: I and that too Yeah. <laughs> I think he, he would have a lot of fun with that because he mm-hmm. gets to be dramatic but then he also gets to be that little bit that little shit of crazy and finally right. our judge the man above it all uh You can go a couple of ways with this, but we're going even older than uh, Mr. Von Karma. What do you got?
1: So I played a little bit more off of the video game on this one um, and went with Stanley Tucci.
0: I like that a lot. I like that a lot. Um, I don't think think the age is there, but I don't think it has to be because he can make up for it with a very good performance. Um, Kingsley?
1: Ben There's Kingsley, thing, I think, would be very That's fun. A good one.
0: That would be more of the the movie role. Mm-hmm. Um, I think a split down the middle of that would be Tommy Lee Jones because he's oh, he yeah. could be calm, but when he does go loud, he could be very silly and boisterous. Even mm-hmm. from the Japanese commercials that he's done. Like he knows that world, and he can. I think he'd be a great mind to kind of translate that. It
1: would be a good fit.
0: But if I'm you're go, if you're right going there. straight from the movie, absolute fun one. Harrison Ford just put him bald and in a beard, oh. and he get, he gets to talk at normal level the whole time. All right, what does that <laughs> defense? He can be as grumpy
1: as he
0: wants <laughs> to. What have I to say about that? Uh, John Voight. That that would be interesting. Maybe John okay. Voight for uh, you gotta put gotta put who you want want him for in this one because we're a little <laughs> bit behind. But I could see John Voight as a Manfred von Karma. That
1: would work. I can see
0: that. Mm-hmm. Morgan Freeman as the judge. Ah, uh, I that, would,
1: I love him in anything. So yeah, that's the thing is is you can put him. I mean, in he anything. can pull it off. <laughs> he could be really Phoenix Wright for that. all I like. He could Absolutely. be Maya for all I care. Yes. I don't give a good you gosh be, dang. No, I want him to be Maya. That's it. Done. Fair deal. enough. Perfect. <laughs> Fancast complete.
0: <laughs> Disgusting. <laughs> I love it. Um, final thoughts about the movie. What – the oh, I can't speak right now, so go ahead. Please.
1: You know, the first 30 minutes I was convinced I was going to hate every remaining second. And then as we pushed on, I loved it so much. Mm-hmm. It was so great.
0: It had to be that seriousness I, <laughs> to, to spring off of. Yes. It's uh, – It's a movie that doesn't come along very often that hits Mm -hmm. a lot of different types of emotions and feelings and beats. The only criticism that I would say is we don't – we spend just enough time with Mia to care about her death. Right. If we got to spend a little bit more uh, of a daily basis with her Mm -hmm. and Phoenix and know how much Phoenix relies on her, then I think that could have been a little bit bigger of a moment.
1: You get that a little bit more in the game because you do the yeah. little forwards and stuff. So I agree, and I, I probably wouldn't have been as invested in it either had I not watched that part of the game mm-hmm. before watching the movie.
0: Then we'd be at two and a half hours, maybe maybe 2, t- 2.20. Because, I mean, it was the full movie from top to bottom right. and credits credits like with Japanese films. They kept going. Mm-hmm. They had a fun little uh, <laughs> side story from the games uh, yeah. that, that showed how much of a fanboy Edgeworth was. Now, they switched it. Because they they make reference to the to the samurai and the ninja at the shop with the giant with the giant blow up. right? But they switched which one he was a fan of, and I can't remember at the time. But it was still just ugh, that so more fun. There needs to be more fun fun in the courtroom, and that's what uh, Yakuten Saiban or Ace Attorney. Does for you. So before we get going, there's this uh, the the last thing that we like to do is we like to either give the movie and the franchise a game over or an extra life. Stacy, what do you give? Miss,
1: I'll watch Maurice Attorney.
0: Oh, so <laughs> let's go. Give it all of the extra yeah. lives, Just- especially
1: with our fan cast. Just
0: saying. Oh yeah, no. Let's go with our fan cast. We need, need to decide going. that, post it, and just exactly. Photoshop all of the faces onto all of the right people. Absolutely, uh, that would be that would be a lot of fun.
1: Perfect.
0: <sighs> <sighs> I, I want to see this movie. Uh, I, I <laughs> hope so much that this movie comes out officially in America soon. It's been f- yeah. well three years. Uh, uh, almost, we're coming up on four this November. Uh, I think Capcom owes it to the fans. To, it's to time. It's it's time. We're we're done doing fan dubs. I mean official dubs that happen to be on the internet. What? <laughs> Ugh more please we'll happily take it same cast different cast Yeah, preferably same cast I
1: like that cast that was a good cast there's a a lot of (laughs) fun folk Mm -hmm.
0: Um, let's get more let's get the new characters that you've introduced let's get a Miles Edgeworth movie let's see more from the Ace Attorney franchise thank you Capcom so that'll do it for us on this episode of Video Game Movie Anatomy before we go we want to let you know what we're doing in two weeks because there's going to be an HD re-release of the Resident Evil Zero franchise and we've already covered the first Resident Evil Evil, we're going to do Resident Evil Apocalypse as much as I dread watching a Resident Evil movie because I, I missed that one, thankfully. Uh, we're well going be- to
1: be Sit down and grab the popcorn. Uh, but that means I, I have look. to catch
0: up and watch the first well, one and watch you, the second one. I love, I love and hate those movies at the same time, so we can watch it together. Uh, okay. <laughs> that'll make it better. I'll make dinner. Friendship. Uh, this friendship <laughs> has set sail. Thank you for joining us on this episode <laughs> of Video Game Movie Anatomy. Stacy, tell the folks at home where they can find you, All right, you in the can meantime.
1: find me either whining about my personal TV preferences at Yield nerd on Twitter <laughs> I'm not that one. Okay. No, 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 not too. No. Uh, or discussing things in a little more scholarly of a manner at Nerds Doing Stuff, also on Twitter or on our website.
0: And you guys just started uh, Nerds Doing Cosplay. We
1: um, have officially announced that you're yes. going to be
0: going a little bit more hardcore on the cosplay. And we if, are. Uh, if
1: I have a room now, you
0: do, and it's <laughs> it's pretty magical. Uh, if anybody goes. She looks really familiar. How do I? I know her. I know her from somewhere. The quintessential Kristoff and Anna cosplay from Frozen, right here. The Shuttleworths, an amazing oh, group you. of cosplayers, and there's going to be more. Uh, and I'm going to be okay. utilizing your services in the near future for all I'm of you Ruby fans, it. all there out there. there. It's been something that I've been trying to do for a long time. If you want to follow me on Twitter, I'm at Soapbox Mark. This Thursday. Speaking of Ruby, we're going to have uh, Shannon McCormick and Sam Ireland from the show on Skype. We're going to be talking about episodes 7 and 8. We're going to be doing Resident Evil Apocalypse. There's six movies. I'm going to get them confused.
1: The Ruby one Uh, sounds more exciting. I'll be there.
0: Uh, So remember, Resident Evil Apocalypse we're going to be doing in two weeks. Patrick D's will be joining us. He is at P to the D's. and if you missed it, I did a Hot Pepper Game review. If you go to Hot Pepper Gaming, I reviewed Star Wars Battlefront. It was a great time and I would do it again happily. Thank you for joining us on this episode of Video Game Movie Anatomy. We'll see you at the arcade.